If the words, I feel lonely, have popped up in your mind lately, I totally understand the feeling. There have been times in my life where the loneliness went so deep, it felt more like despair. But my life changed completely when I understood what the real reason was behind loneliness and how to change it. In this video, we're going to go way beyond psychology and we're going to discover the spiritual reason why you feel lonely. And then I'm going to share my simple four-step process to get you out of loneliness today. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past, and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell so you get notified as soon as I publish new content. Now, loneliness seems to be an epidemic that's on the rise around the world, but the majority of explanations about loneliness, they come from psychology. So today I wanted to shoot this video and give you a different perspective on loneliness. I'm going to share with you the spiritual reason behind loneliness and also give you some tools to help you come out of loneliness quickly. Here's what we'll cover in this video. In part one, we're going to go over why we feel lonely and the reason may surprise you. Then in part two, I'm going to help you come out of loneliness quickly by following my simple four-step process. And then in the last part of the video, I'm going to leave you with a bonus. It is a tool that I use with clients to help them get out of loneliness. So make sure to stick around till the end of the video. When you get done watching this video, let me know in the comments below, which one of the tips that I recommend in this video are you going to start implementing today? Let me know in the comments below. Okay. On to part one of the video. And that is why do we feel lonely? Before I answer this question, I want to just get something straight here. And that is giving you the, the difference between loneliness versus being alone. Okay. They're not the same thing. <laughs> so when I'm alone, I'm just simply by myself. I don't have anyone around me, but loneliness is different. Loneliness is this sense of abandonment or isolation that I feel. And that causes deep sadness, sometimes even depression. Okay. So that's what loneliness means that I'm feeling isolated or I'm feeling abandoned. Okay. Okay. So a little bit of a difference between being alone and loneliness. But now that we've gotten that straight, um, onto the question, and that is why do we feel lonely? And here's the little secret that I'm going to share. You're not going to hear this in psychology, but there's one reason why you feel lonely, one spiritual reason. And it is the, the reason why you feel lonely. And that is because you are disconnected from source energy or from God or from the universe or from home, whatever you want to call it, you feel disconnected from the source of all things. And that's why you feel lonely. That is the only reason that you feel lonely. So what is this connection to source energy? What is this connection to God or to home? What is it exactly? And I want you to think of it this way. Think of it as a constant, steady stream of energy that comes your way. Okay. So your connection between you and source or you and God, I use the term God because I don't really care. Some people don't like to use it because of their religious con connotations. I don't really care. I use God. So you use whatever term best fits you, but your connection between you and God, there's, it's sort of like this set steady stream of energy that comes from source energy towards you. And 
and this steady stream is just basically pure unconditional love it's always coming towards you it's always streaming towards you non-stop in fact if this stream of unconditional love if your connection to source energy were ever to really stop you would cease to exist <laughs> you would cease to exist so when i say you're disconnected from source energy it really is kind of an illusion but i'm going to explain that in a little bit but basically just think of your connection with source energy as this constant stream of unconditional love that is constantly pouring over you 24 seven. But sometimes you can feel like you're disconnected from this stream. And the way that you feel that way is because you can sort of pinch off. <laughs> you can pinch off the stream of unconditional love coming from source energy. You can pinch it off or you can sort of close that faucet <laughs> so that the stream coming into you, it's sort of, it's pinched off. It's a little bit, it's a little bit smaller, a little bit more narrower. Okay. And this is what gives us the feelings of loneliness is when we pinch off this connection, this beautiful receiving of unconditional love that is constantly streaming to us. So how exactly do I pinch off my connection with source energy? Because I'm clearly not doing this on purpose, right? Like nobody does this on purpose. We don't pinch or close off our connection with God on purpose. But there are two main ways in which this connection can be pinched off and then you start to feel this sort of isolation, loneliness within you. And here are the two main ways. The first way is through beliefs and thoughts, okay? As soon as your mental body, as soon as your mind goes online and starts to create certain thoughts and beliefs, they can contribute to the pinching of the energy between you and source energy, all right? Now, what are those beliefs and what are those thoughts? Anytime that you think disempowering things or anytime that you believe thoughts that are fear-based, that are outside of love, then you start to pinch that stream off. Okay. So now, now you can start to understand why we all feel a bit lonely everywhere around the world, because majority of us are constantly living with negative thought forms in our minds. And so of course we feel disconnected because our minds are just constantly just spewing out these fear-based disempowering thoughts. Whenever you think differently from how God thinks you're starting to pinch off the stream. All right. And so how do you think differently from God? Well, fear-based thoughts, when you feel ashamed of yourself, when you feel a rage towards others and yourself, when you come out of love, when you come out of loving thoughts, you are already starting to pinch that stream of unconditional love. So anytime that you have thoughts that are disempowering, that put yourself down or others down, or when you have fear-based thoughts, when you have all of these thoughts that are, that are outside of, of loving thoughts, you start to pinch off that stream. So that's the first way. The first way is I pinch off the stream through certain beliefs and thoughts that I keep having in my mind that start to slowly pinch off the stream between myself and God. The second way that you pinch off the stream is by having old unhealed wounds on your energy system. And I've talked about this so many times before, but what unhealed wounds do is they weigh your energy system down and the further more into 
density your energy system is vibrating, the further away you are from sources vibration, which is pure unconditional love. So source energy is way up here. And if you have a lot of unhealed wounds on your energy system, your energy system is vibrating down here. Okay. And so with all of that weight of unhealed wounds and unhealed pain, you can start to feel like you are again, pinching off that connection between you and source energy. The image that I usually give people for, for this type of, of, uh, of unhealed wounds and what they look like on my energy system is, have you ever seen someone, you know, covered in mud? <laughs> so when you look at someone covered in mud, their whole face, their whole body is just, their whole skin is covered in mud. And it gives the impression that there's no skin under there, but there is, <laughs> there's beautiful, clean, wonderful skin underneath the mud. It's just being covered up. So it's concealing the skin. Okay. And so that's what old wounds do to you. They conceal your true nature. They conceal your wonderful, wonderful vibration of source energy, because that's what you are at your core. But when you have all these unhealed wounds, they sort of conceal your true nature nature. And as soon as you conceal your true nature, you can start to feel disconnected from source energy. And it's those feelings of disconnection that then lead to loneliness. Now to part number two, and that is how do I come out of loneliness? <laughs> okay. So now that I've shared with you the, the little secret that loneliness is nothing more than disconnection or pinching off the stream between yourself and source energy. Now that you know that, how the heck do you come out of loneliness? Well, I'm going to give you my four step process and hopefully this will help you get out of loneliness. You can do this pretty quickly. I found that it doesn't take a long time to come out of loneliness. It's really sometimes just a, a, a shift in your energy, a shift in your mindset. This can happen really quickly. And again, because loneliness is totally different from being alone, you can come out of loneliness very quickly. And it doesn't mean that you're going to suddenly be surrounded by people. You're going to stop feeling lonely, even if you're alone. <laughs> okay. So here's my four step process. Step one is, you know, I, I talk about this constantly, but the step one is the healing of any old wounds that you still have on your energy system. You need to heal beautiful soul. You need to heal everything that's unhealed in you for so many reasons. But today we're talking about loneliness. So step number one is to heal the unhealed wounds that are on your energy system. I, I talked about why unhealed, unhealed wounds pinch off your connection with source energy. So uh, obviously the first step in this process is the healing of these old wounds. I'm not going to go into detail how to heal old wounds right now, because I've done content on that before. In fact, I'm going to, you're going to see two videos popping up right here. If you don't see the videos popping up here, I'm going to also leave them uh, links in the description box below these two videos. One of them is how to heal the past for good. And the other one is how to deal with guilt and shame and other things like that. Click on those links and watch those videos. They take you through a step-by-step -step process on how to heal. All right. So that'll help you. But that's step number one is you got to heal. You have to address unhealed wounds that are still on your energy system and they're weighing you down, giving this perception that you're pinched off from source energy. Step number two is what I call catch and shift. <laughs> okay. So what does this mean? What you're going to do here in step two is you are going to first 
catch the feelings of loneliness as soon as they pop up. All right. You're going to catch them as soon as you can. So don't let yourself wallow in loneliness for days or weeks on end. No, in this part, you're going to catch the loneliness as soon as you possibly can. When you feel that, that feeling of loneliness come up, you're going to observe it. And then comes the next part, which is you're going to shift. <laughs> okay. So when you catch the loneliness, you're going to observe if there are any thoughts in your mind that are disempowering thoughts that are around, uh, uh either fear-based thoughts that are around shame, around guilt, any kind of thought that's outside of love. Remember it's the thought forms that are not of love that start to pinch you off of source energy. Okay. So you're going to catch the loneliness and you're going to observe all of the thoughts and the stories that you tell yourself that fuel the loneliness. Okay. You're going to catch it and then you're going to shift. You're going to shift your energy from these disempowering thoughts into empowering thoughts. You're going to shift your energy and your thoughts towards thoughts that God would have. <laughs> okay. So you have to shift your thought forms. You have to shift the way that you're, that you're viewing things. You have to shift your vibration towards a love based vibration. And you can do this pretty quickly. Sometimes the best way to do this catch and shift is by using journaling. Um, journaling is very, very helpful in this catch and shift process, because what you can do is when you catch the feeling of loneliness, you're going to start writing down all of the disempowering thoughts, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will not feel loneliness unless there are accompanying thoughts that are disempowering. Okay. You can only feel loneliness if there are disempowering fear-based thoughts that are accompanying the feeling. Okay. Cause that's what fuels the feeling is all of these thought forms. So when you catch them, you're going to journal down what your mind is thinking. And maybe it could be, you know, something like I'm not good enough. Nobody loves me, blah, blah, blah. You're going to write down the story that your mind is telling you. Okay. You're going to write down the thoughts that you're having. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're, you see some, a couple walking down the street and you don't have a partner and you see a couple, a happy couple walking down the street and suddenly your mind goes, ah, you know, why can't I have someone in my life? You know, maybe I'm just not good enough. You see like the stories start. I want you to write down those stories. And then immediately when you write down those stories, you're then below those disempowering stories. You have to tell new stories. <laughs> That's how you shift. You've got to tell new stories. Okay. And, and you can tell new stories in a variety of ways, you know, like taking the example of the couple or walking down the street towards you and they're really happy instead of looking at them and being envious, because that's, that's what, you know, the example that I gave of you getting all pissed off because someone's happy with, with a partner that's envy. <laughs> you see, that's, that's a thought form that's outside of love. And so you can, the way that you could shift it is you can see the same couple walking down the street and you can smile and you can say, God bless them. You know, I wish them so much joy. I hope they could be happy together the rest of their lives. You see, that's love. That's loving thoughts. And you could do this with any thoughts that you have. You know, if it's, if it's a thought form that says, you know, I'm not good enough. Nobody loves me. Things like that. You can write down. Yes, I am good. God loves me. 
God is constantly streaming this beautiful energy to me all the time, 24 seven. I'm so loved and I appreciate everything in my life. See, you can continue writing these stories. You have to learn how to tell empowering stories because you learned how to tell disempowering stories in your mind. So you can learn how to tell empowering ones, but sometimes journaling is a really important tool in getting your mind to shift into these more empowering stories. Step three is what I call self-generate and self-sustain. <laughs> now, what does this mean? You have to become a master at generating and sustaining the emotional states, the emotions and the feelings that you want to have in life. <laughs> that is part of becoming a spiritual master. You have to learn and understand that you can generate any emotion you want and you can generate it from within you completely detached from the outside world. And when it comes to loneliness, this is a step that you really need to master because if you learn to master how to self generate emotions like love, belonging, compassion, joy, all of these things, you're not going to feel lonely. It's impossible to feel lonely when I can generate a feeling of connection of oneness and of love within myself. Right? And you can do that. Most of us on this planet think that we are not generating our emotions. We're just responsive and reactive to what's going on in our outside environment. So if someone loves us, if we have a partner by our side, yay, we're happy, we're loved and whatever. But then if that partner wants to leave, then we're lonely. Why? Because that partner's gone and I don't know what to do with my life. And you know, my life is horrible. <laughs> you see, we think, and this is a really, really false assumption. This is a faulty thought process. We think that our internal environment is being caused by our external circumstances. And that is not the case. You can internally generate the very feelings that you think you're getting from the outside world. And in fact, it's absolutely necessary for you to have a fulfilling life is to come into these mastery shoes and to know that you can self generate and not just self generate, but you can self sustain these emotions. Okay. Now, initially, I know this is hard. This is not easy to do for a lot of us initially, especially when we're so used to using people and things in order to make us happy. We're, everybody's so used to this that the idea of me completely coming into myself and generating emotions and feelings without having, without the outside world, having anything to do with it, it seems a little odd. So I'm going to help you do this. Um, I'm going to help you train to do this. It, then it's going to get easy, but initially I know it's, I know it can be a little bit hard. So here's what you're going to do. Initially, what you're going to do is it's okay for you to rely on that external environment a little bit to train you to self generate. Okay. And what are you going to do? I love to use the practice of gratitude. The practice of gratitude is a wonderful way to start generating internal emotions. So, and it could be something simple. What do I mean by this? It could be something as simple as me being very, very aware and conscious of all of the blessings in my life and being very, um, thankful for them. And it, you know, the way that I trained and I started to do this was I would be thankful for really small things, you know, like I would say thank you to the universe. Whenever I took a warm shower, I would say thank you for a warm cup of coffee in the morning. I would say thank you. when I went outside and I saw a beautiful flower. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That's so beautiful. I'm so thankful to see this beautiful flower. <laughs> 
okay? And when I started to practice with these small things, because a lot of people tell me, oh, well, you know, you have so much to be grateful for, but I don't have anything to be grateful for, so I can't be grateful for anything. I can't do that exercise. It's useless to me. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Because no matter what is happening in your life, and I, I started practicing gratitude when there was a lot of heavy stuff happening to me. So it is not true at all that you can only practice gratitude when you have big things in your life. Not true at all. Everybody has a cup of coffee in the morning, right? Or, you know, hopefully everybody takes a shower. <laughs> so you have multiple things to be thankful for every day, even if your life isn't going so, so well for you, okay? And your job is going to be to find all of these endless small things that you have to be grateful for. And if you have big things to be grateful for, that's even better. You know, if you have children, if you have a partner, you're going to look at them and you're going to say, Oh my God, I am so, so thankful that I have this loving partner by my side. I'm so thankful for my beautiful children that are well and healthy. Okay. You're going to find ways to be grateful, things to be grateful about. And you're going to notice that that gratitude is going to start increasing your vibration and you're going to start feeling feelings like joy and, and love and compassion accompanying that. Okay. So that's the phase one. The phase one is that you're using the outside world a little bit as an excuse to feel good on the inside. Okay. And that's okay. Sometimes we have to fake it till we make it a little bit. All right. So that's the first phase. You're going to use excuses on the outside environment in order to feel good. That'll help, uh, that'll help you self-generate those emotions initially. But here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen as you train. What's going to happen is you're going to learn how to self-generate those emotions eventually on the spot without using any excuses. <laughs> so you won't even need to use the practice of gratitude anymore. I I'm always grateful constantly. I use the practice of gratitude for everything. Really. It's just a great state to be in but you don't have to use, you will no longer have to use the outside environment anymore. When you get good at self-generating and self-sustaining these emotions, you can literally create an emotion on the spot without anything happening on the outside to, to make you feel good. You're going to get that good where you can just close your eyes, put your attention in your heart. And immediately, as soon as you put your attention in your heart, you'll start to feel love. <laughs> okay. Now this takes a little bit more training to be able to spontaneously self-generate these emotions without anything on the outside, without using anything on the outside, even gratitude, but you will get there when you train. And when you get there, it's going to be amazing because you're going to notice that you can generate all of these high vibrational feelings that then connect you to source more easily. And when you're connected to source, the feelings of loneliness, kaput, they're gone. Step number four is connect. <laughs> and this step, it's a wonderful step. It's just basically you are going to become more mindful and conscious of your connection to God every day. You're going to cultivate that connection, consciously cultivate that connection. And there are many ways that you could do this. The, the more that you cultivate direct experience and connection with source energy, you'll, you just won't feel lonely anymore. Okay. But we're, we're all just kind of living unconsciously and we're all so disconnected that the idea of cultivating our connection with source energy is just kind of secondary to us. You know, even religious people, you know, like people, sometimes they're religious and they'll go to church every Sunday. Well, 
oh, they'll go and they'll cultivate their connection on Sunday and then they come out of church and then life is back to normal and they're disconnected again, okay? So there are very few people on the planet right now that are cultivating that direct connection with source energy all the time. And so that's what this step is about. You need to learn how to cultivate this connection more consciously so that your vibration comes up and you feel that connection. And so how do you do this? How do you cultivate a connection with God? Uh, there are multiple ways, but I like using these simple ways. The first one is talk to God, talk to source energy, literally talk to source energy like you were talking to a person. Sometimes I'm walk walking back and forth in my house and I'm talking to God. And you know, if someone were, if someone were at my door listening to me, they'd be like, this girl's crazy because <laughs> it appears I'm talking to myself. But talk, talk to the beautiful creative intelligence that makes everything. Learn to talk to God as if you were talking to another person, okay? So learn to have these conversations in your mind or out loud if you want to and you're alone and you're not afraid of people thinking you're crazy. Talk to God, that's one way. Another way to cultivate your connection to God is to ask questions. <laughs> Questions are so, so beautiful and they really do cultivate a connection to source because when you ask questions, you're open to understanding and learning about the world and learning about God's love for you in a different way. So what kind of questions would I use here? I would say something like, you know, if you, if you have a self-esteem issue or if you have problems believing that you're deserving of love, I would write down questions like, you know, I would say things like, I don't know how you love me, God. Please show me. Can you show me how you love me? Can you show me what your love feels like? You see, you start to have these questions. Can you show me? Can you show me what your love feels like? And then you sit in meditation and you just wait. You wait to receive that. <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to get answers back from God in the form of dialogue, you know, like sometimes you can, you know, like Neil Donald Walsh, when he wrote Conversations with God, I don't know if you ever heard that, of those books, but he wrote it down in a dialogue way. But for the majority of us, you know, maybe God doesn't speak to you through words, but you'll certainly uh, understand it through feelings and through downloads, through intuition. Okay. So when you ask those questions, when you say, you know, how do you love me? Just be in, in this beautiful, peaceful, receptive mode, and you're going to start to receive those answers. So that's another way to ask a lot of questions. And then the other way that, that sometimes is, you know, this one, people don't really pay attention to this, but this is so important. And that is to drop your defenses to drop your resistance to receiving source energy. And we all put up that resistance, especially if we have those disempowering thoughts, like I'm, I'm undeserving of love and I'm not good enough and I'm ashamed of myself. The more disempowering thoughts I have about myself, the more resistance I'm putting up to God's love. So drop those resistance, drop those, those, those thought forms that, that make you believe that you're not deserving. That's not true at all. So just drop it all, drop it all and receive, receive that energy, be in constant receptive mode of that energy. Okay. So these are some of the ways in which you can connect to source energy. And the more that you can be connected to source energy, the less lonely you will feel. Now, when you do this work, you're going to feel two things are going to happen in your life and they're super exciting. 
The first thing that's going to happen when you do this work is that you are going to start to feel so connected in yourself and so connected to source energy that you're going to love to be alone. <laughs> you know, I have some people that reach out to me and they're like, I just, I don't like to be alone. I have to constantly be with someone because if I'm not with someone, I feel lonely. <laughs> okay. So, so when you do this work, that's all going to disappear. When you do this work, when you come into oneness within yourself, when you reinforce that connection to source energy, you're going to start to feel joyful even when you're alone. And in fact, you may start to crave those alone times. <laughs> you may start to crave those alone times. So that's one thing that's going to happen as a consequence of this work. The other thing that's going to happen is that your energy is going to shift so much that you're going to start to magnetize to you other people and situations. You're going to start to magnetize to you a community, a sense of community. You see, so whereas before you may have felt lonely because you had no one in your life or you had no one that understood you when you do this work and you start to feel a sense of belonging from within you, when you start to cultivate your connection with source energy, you're going to find that your energy shifts upward. And when your energy shifts upward, you're going to start to magnetize to yourself, new people in the form of, of friends of your soul tribe of a whole community. That's going to add to that sense of belonging and that sense of connection that you already felt as a consequence of doing this work. Okay. Now to part three of the video, and that's the bonus part of the video where I'm going to share with you a tool that I use with clients to help them come out of a state of loneliness. Okay. Now this exercise is called the eternal cord. <laughs> That's what I call it. I love this exercise. It's very simple. You know, you can do it right now with me, or you can just write down notes as you know, instructions as I'm going through this so that you could do this by yourself at your own time. All right. And so the eternal cord basically goes like this. You're going to sit in meditation. You're going to close your eyes and you're just going to, you can put your hands on your heart if you want to, and you're just going to let your energy kind of rest on your lungs, listen to your breathing, pay attention to your heart. You're going to let your awareness kind of come in, come out of your mind and into your heart. And then what you're going to do is you're going to notice that as the energy starts to kind of pull in your heart, you're going to see a cord coming out of your heart. <laughs> and this cord is going to be made out of light. All right. And it's going to come out of you, out of your heart and it's going to start to grow and it's going to keep going and going and going. It's going to go up into the sky from your heart up into the sky. It's going to pierce the clouds. It's going to go way, way. It's going to keep going all the way up into the sky until it pierces the atmosphere of our planet. And then that cord is going to travel across dark space all the way. It's going to go past planets and stars, and it's just going to keep going and going and going until it sees this beautiful, 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 big sun floating in the middle of nowhere. This is source energy. And this cord is going to go all the way to the sun. It's going to plug into the sun. And once the cord touches the sun, there's going to be this big explosion. And then what you're going to feel is immediately you're going to feel this liquid light energy. That's going to come enter your cord and it's going to come all the way from source energy through space, all the way, this liquid white light is going to come through your cord all the way across space. It's going to pierce the atmosphere of the earth. It's going to come down past the clouds into the room that you're in and right into your heart. <laughs> and as soon as it gets into your heart, 
You're gonna take a nice deep breath when you feel that energy reach your heart. You're gonna take this beautiful, beautiful deep breath and you are gonna feel connected to source. <laughs> I love this exercise, it's called the eternal cord. It really, it's very simple, but it's very, very powerful. So don't forget to do this exercise today. I hope you like it. Now I wanna hear from you. Let me know in the comments below which one of the tips I talked about in this video are you gonna implement first in your life? Let me know in the comments below. And if you have a question that you wanna ask for my weekly videos, leave them also in the comments with the hashtag AskChristina. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website and take my heart quiz to figure out if your heart's blocked. And don't forget these two videos that I curated for you to help you heal those old wounds, increase your vibration so that you never feel lonely again. All right, beautiful soul, I am out.